back again to the Freshly Pop Podcast. That's us. I'm Jordan. And I'm Wes. And we are so happy that you're here with us today. Welcome. Please sit down. Grab yourself a nice little uh, fizzy beverage and a snack. Sit down with us. Or maybe, maybe you're going on a run right now. That's fun. Take us with you on your run. That'd be fun. Yeah. Fun run. Yay. Um, I'm actually very excited about this episode because today is our most anticipated projects of 2022 extravaganza. (laughs) Like one single balloon flies up. up. Um, So today (laughs) we're devoting this entire episode to discussing our top 10 each of us our individual top 10 most anticipated film and tv projects of 2022 and this is going to be great because we did not plan out how we're going to say it beforehand i know how we're going to do it well oh should we do like my 10 your 10 no we'll take turns so no i meant like my number 10 and then your number 10 exactly okay we're going to sandwich it and so we have not shared our list with each other we don't know who what the other person's going to say and we're just going to discuss some stuff so we're going to start with some honorable mentions, any that you or me may have like said, have written down as being excited for, but not necessarily enough to be in the top 10. And maybe you can say a thing or two about each of them, but keep it brief with them. I have a large amount of them. Yeah, so, going to be honest, I forgot to rate those. You don't have honorable mentions? <laughs> so they're going to come off the top of my head. Okay, well, I'm going to let you go first. So go ahead. Oh, why would you do this to me? Well, I have one. Okay. The um, Weird Al documentary. There's a Weird Al documentary coming out. You didn't know? No. You didn't hear about this? Okay. So Weird Al is, well, he's not making it, but someone is making a Weird Al biopic. Oh, Oh, it's a biopic. Yeah, it's a bio. So it's it's like the Queen movie and all that, you know. It's a Weird Al one. Guess who's playing Weird Al? Who? Guess. I don't know. You're not going to be able to guess it. It's Daniel Radcliffe. Why do I love that? <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. Why do I low-key love that? I don't know. I would never guess it, but that is that is what we're we're having. Okay. Well, do you have any other? That is my your single one honorable, honorable mention, mention cool. right now. I'm excited it for it, but it's not like, in my top ten. I have so many. <laughs> I have a ridiculous You have amount. more. Than, well, I mean, I could say probably a bunch of my honorable mentions have made it onto your top 10. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. So, uh, I very specifically wanted to not have, like, my top 10 be, like, all, like, superhero stuff. Because <laughs> in, in a certain frame of mind, maybe it would be, but not really. So, I put a lot of the MCU projects coming out this year in my honorable mentions. Those include Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel... And Secret Invasion, that one may come out this year, may not, we don't know. Right. Um, those ones are, I'm obviously excited for them, but I'm excited for some other projects a little more. Um, additionally, uh, Black Adam, the Halo series, the Mario movie, Stranger Things 4, uh, Andor, the Star Wars show, Bad Batch Season 2, The Last of Us series, Avatar 2, Hocus Pocus 2, Disenchanted and The Northman are all on my Look at you. honorable mentions. So many. <laughs> so many. I'm excited for all of those. They right. just didn't quite, don't quite excite me as much as some other projects do. 
Yes, um, I, I would agree with most of your honorable mentions. Thank you. Most. Most. Well, not all. Why don't we get into <laughs> it? Tell us your number 10. My number 10 was actually on your honorable mentions. Really? Uh, the Super Mario Bros. movie. Really? The reason why is because of how bad the original Super Mario Bros. <laughs> movie was. So it is highly anticipated for me because I want to see if they redeem it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not Well, obviously not that specific movie, but like... I want to see if they can make a better Mario movie because I don't yeah. know what they would do for it, to be honest. That's the thing. I would have put it higher, but I think there's so much unknown about it at this point. Well, it doesn't come out until the end of, end the, year, of the year. Yeah. So I was like, I'm like, I'm going to hold off on putting that higher up. Yeah, so that's my number 10 just because I want to see if it's actually good. Okay, fair. My number 10 is a movie called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Um. There's a trailer out for it. I recommend watching it because it's very difficult to describe what it is because I don't really fully know what it is. It stars Michelle Yeoh, and she plays a woman who's just trying to file her taxes, and she gets involved in a multiversal conflict where she's the central figure. And the trailer, look, it looks trippy. It looks crazy. Like, the different dimensions have different, like, filming styles. One of them's animated. Like, it looks insane. And it has Jamie Lee Curtis in it, too. I haven't heard anything about I, this. I'll what? have to show you the trailer later. It <laughs> looks insane. Like, I, you, please go look it up. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I'm very, very excited. And that comes out in March, uh, March 25th. That so sounds great. Um, yeah. Oh, that's my spring break. Let's go see it. Yes, definitely. Okay. Moving on. What's your number nine? Number nine, I put Lightyear. And we can talk a little more because we've got plenty of time. So yeah, say as we do. much or as little as you want. I put Lightyear on number nine because um, I'm excited to, to hear yeah. um, the backstory of Buzz Lightyear. But not excited. as excited as other things coming out. Yeah, I'm I think excited. it'll be good. It looks good. I like the... Um, the people in it. Yeah. Chris Evans. Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear. Kiki it's Palmer's interesting. In it. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll, we shall see. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, do you know when that comes out? Um, I think it's in the summer. That sounds right. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I forgot about that when I was making this list, but I am very excited about. Right. So that's probably an it. honorable mention. Well, yeah. That, yeah. That's where, if there's anything where I forgot it was coming out this year, it probably was not going to be in my top 10. Right. Uh, <laughs> Um, my, number nine, my number nine, this is kind of a cheat because where we are now recording on Super Bowl Sunday still, um, this has not come out yet. By the time this episode comes out, it will be out. Well, that could still be and anticipated. that is The Cuphead Show on Netflix. I saw something about that. I am so excited about The what Cuphead Is it like show. an old style cartoon? Are you familiar with uh, the game Cuphead? Yeah. So yeah, it's like... It's basically the plot. My understanding. I haven't played the full game, but it's basically the plot of it, which is you have two characters, Cuphead and... I think it's Mughead, either Mughead or Mugman, I can't remember his name, um, who's like the second player if you play co-op, and they make a deal with the devil, and he's the devil, so he's like, nah, I'm going to screw you over, and so they have to fight a bunch of his like generals to like fix it, and it looks so interesting, it looks so off the wall, it looks, like the trailers, I've, I, I have not fully watched any of the trailers because I, I don't want to get too much, but it looks like just so up my alley. It I looks fun. I can't wait. I mean, sounds fun. I cannot wait. It looks so good. Um, That's on Netflix, and that comes out on February 18th, so like for us this coming weekend. Yeah, I didn't know excited. whether I should write dates and stuff down, so I just kind of like I just chose things. to. 
Yeah, I mean, you're you're more organized than I am. <laughs> In some things. In most things. So we're moving on to number eight. Number eight. This was one I actually just heard about recently. It's coming out this year. And that's the Bob's Burgers movie. Yes. Um, I love Bob's Burgers. I think it's hilarious. I am not, like, as, like... I haven't watched all the episodes of the show, of course. Like, I've watched episodes here and there. It's like with The Simpsons and stuff. It doesn't follow that linear story, so you don't feel like you have to watch them in order. I've only watched a few episodes, but I've loved what I've seen. It's a great show with great voice actors. And I'm excited for the movie because movies like this, just like with The Simpsons movie, they're always great and so funny. So I'm I'm excited to see what they do. Yeah. I, I will honestly probably see that. Like, I, because I, I'm not a huge, like, diehard Bob's Burgers fan, like, I'm not, like, dying to see the movie, but because I know the show is so well done, I, I'll, I'll see it, and I'm sure I'll have a great time at the movie as well. Yeah. My number eight is Nope. Nope. Coming out July 22nd, and that is Jordan Peele's new movie, and the only reason it made it onto this list is because we just watched the trailer for it, because that was the first little bit of footage and, we've ever seen for yeah, it. Yeah, and the trailer looks really good. It looks good. really good. So I was like, no, this has to go on. Nope, this has to go on. <laughs> I just, I, I don't even. Well, don't in, laugh at my joke, well, it's fine. In, in true Jordan Peele movie fashion, like, the trailers don't really give much away of the plot. Um, I I really don't even know what it's about. But just, uh, it has Stephen Yun, it has Kiki Palmer, and it has uh, Daniel Kaluuya in it as the main actors. And they're all great. I love them. If, if the movie is about what I think it might be about, I'm, like, really down. Can we say? I think it's about aliens. Yeah. Like, it's I, clearly I, about aliens, I don't aliens, know why right? we can't say, yeah. Um, and I'm interested to see how he makes it, like, you know, all of his movies have some form of social relevance to them. So I'm very interested to see how that ties in. Yeah. Because I very, I very much expect that. Could be aliens. Could be supernatural. Could be ghost riders Something in the sky. Something attacking them, and they don't know what it is. And Ghost I'm riders excited. in the sky. Yeah, yeah it could be. One of them was flying up. It could be an invisible lasso. Maybe it is. There are horses in this movie. <laughs> like, are, that is a thing. Yeah, it's true. There are lots of it's horses. Possible. They're on a farm. So um, tell us about your number seven, Wesley. Number seven. I put Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Ooh, I thought about that too. Because the first one was honestly better than it should have been. <laughs> honestly, like... It's a fun movie. It was good, it's yeah. It's a fun little movie. It was good. It, uh, some of the jokes were cheap and overplayed, but for the most part, like... It, it wasn't as... Ref- it was a lot better than I thought. It and wasn't effect, as refined as I would have wanted it to be, but it was still very enjoyable. It also had a decent amount of fan service. Yeah. And the fact that they redid the whole movie just to get Sonic right... Thank God. ...for the audience. Thank God. Right. So I think that that's what helped it succeed so much is people saw, wow, they really care about the viewers for this movie. And I think they're doing the same thing with this because judging by the trailers, Tails and Knuckles, judging by the trailers, it seems like they're they're continuing with that fan service. Well, I'm excited because I think they're doing something which originally I didn't like, but now I think it's really smart, which was the first movie didn't really go into the mythos of Sonic very much. Because, you know, if you're, a, if you're a big fan of Sonic the Hedgehog, like, there's a huge world around it. And, like, there's all these elements. And they really didn't touch on a lot of that, if any of it. And now it feels like they're really starting to do that. And honestly, I think it was smart to wait. Because we got to know the character. 
And now they can be like, here's all these other elements. Like the Master Emerald plays a role in the movie and stuff. Like like crazy stuff that like probably would have been too Yeah, because the Chaos for... Emeralds weren't even in the first Exactly. Movie. So I'm really excited to see them kind of embrace the wider Sonic mythos a little bit more. Right. And Jim Carrey. And Jim Carrey. I mean, Jim Carrey, I, he was great. <laughs> he did really he was, like, well as Eggman, which was like, movie. whoa. Okay. I'm so excited. He is, uh, he's a good one. What a gem. He's a true one. My number seven is Moon Knight, the upcoming Disney Plus Marvel series that comes out on March 30th or premieres on March 30th. I am so excited for Moon Knight. You don't even know. Like, I'm way more excited about than any of the other shows coming out this year, uh, for Marvel at least. Like, it looks different. It look- Have you seen the trailer for it? Um, no, I've seen stills. It's, it, it's, they're really basing it around like this character has dissociative personality disorder, which it's, it does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it looks really dark for Marvel. I understand that like Marvel's version of dark is different than what a lot of people would want it to be. But like, um, it's, it's going to be a lot more brutal than other shows they put out. Uh, I'm just really interested in what they're going to do. I don't know much about the character, so that makes me even more excited, but he looks cool. Oscar Isaac's great. Yeah. Very excited. Moon Knight's actually my number six. So really? this is finally where our oh list kind of converge gosh. there. So, yeah. I mean, I'm Tell excited me for it. Yeah. It it looks like fun. I've I've enjoyed the Marvel series so far. Yes, they've been slow burns. I feel like this one won't be as much of a slow burn because it's a new character we're learning exactly. about. The other shows, it was characters we already knew. So it was just like, oh, my God. Whereas this one, the slow burn works because we're getting backstory about a new character. Well, and I'm really wondering how, what the structure of it's going to be, considering the fact that because it's these multiple personalities, not all of the personalities are conscious. Like, like when one personality is awake, the other ones, I assume, would be like unconscious, asleep, whatever. So I think the, they could structure this in a way that is trippy and like makes the audience ask questions like what's going on well what i've heard is um there's some uh interviews that have happened and they said like they're going a completely new direction with this it is different than the rest of the shows and movies that they've done and they're they're going pretty deep with it so i'm really excited i'm really excited um well my number six we're gonna stay on the marvel train a little bit longer my number six is Thor Love and Thunder. Is that your number five? That's my number five. Okay, I swear to God. <laughs> Thor Love and Thunder. I c- cannot wait for this movie. Taika Waititi is a force to be reckoned with. I love him. Thor Ragnarok was excellent. I mean, yes. everything he does is excellent, but like that movie was so good. I it redeemed the character. Redeemed you know, the everyone character. hate like not hated, but they were like, uh, Thor movies. And then this movie came Which out. I'll and say it. Was I'm, up there as one of the I'll best ones. I love the first Thor movie. I do. I really do. I get what they were going for, and I was all for it. Yeah, the second one, it. the second one is whatever, but the first one I really enjoyed. Um, everything they've said about Thor: Love and Thunder is that if you thought Ragnarok was crazy, like hold my beer, like Thor: Love and Thunder is going to be crazy. Well, because it also has Chris Pratt and oh yeah, the Guardians are going to be yeah, in the it. Guardians are in it. Jane Foster is coming back. Nellie Portman. As the female version of Thor. Yes. And I'm actually really... And so I've talked to some people who are less enthused because I know that like her character was kind of meh previously. Right, but, but I think, Taiki Waititi wasn't yeah, writing Taika, it. Taika Waititi was writing it, and they're doing something completely different with the character. So I'm like, I'm, I cannot wait to see footage for that movie. Like Everyone right now is talking about Doctor Strange 2, and I am excited for that. But 
for me, Thor Love and Thunder is kind of like the dark horse this year. Like, I have no idea what to expect from it in the best way possible. Which is good. I'm excited. Do you have anything else you want to say since it's your number five? That, no, I was just going to say, like, because the Guardians are coming in it, it's got more... It's it's doing what a lot of the Marvel movies are doing these days, which is bringing in characters from the other movies to I help still kinda, the plot. I still kind of feel the, the Guardians will have a small role. Like, I feel like they'll be in the I beginning hope so. yeah. for, like, maybe the opening fight scene, and then they'll be gone. That's kind of what I'm expecting. Which would be nice, yeah. Because they might leave and then maybe come back because they are on the main poster for it, but that could just be marketing. I think that poster's not real. Oh. I think that poster, because I think I know what you're talking about. Am I seeing the wrong poster? I, no, I think they had, I don't think they've released a poster yet. Well, I'm big dumb. No, it's okay. I fell for it for a while, too, so don't worry about it. Then um, your number five? My number five is Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Um, which comes out September 2nd and me putting it that high up was a gamble because we have not seen any footage of it yet. Um, for anyone who doesn't know the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of power, which is the full title. It's very long is an upcoming television series, apparently high budget television series, um, set in the Lord of the Rings world, uh, far, far in the past. Um, so way, way before the Lord of the Rings, events of those movies slash books whatever um it's on prime studios which i know Amazon Prime, whatever but <laughs> um i'm excited I'm, I'm cautiously excited i know a lot of people in my purview are like don't want to get their hopes too up which i totally understand but i'm really excited about it i think it's going to be good i'm excited to hopefully see some footage very soon but we will see i don't know it's gonna be fun what are the rings baby Tell me about your number four, Wes. My number four, I I think we might be in sync with this one, or at least close. But my number four is Kenobi. We are close. You're close it, again? It's not my number okay. four. Kenobi's my number four, not because it's not one of my most excited things. Like, I'm very excited for Kenobi because Obi-Wan Kenobi is my favorite yeah. character in the entire Star Wars universe, which I know is the case for a lot of people. Yeah. But, um,. He's great, and I'm super excited for the show because I want to see more of this lore. There's some rumors about like a secret battle with Darth Vader that happened after uh, the events of Episode Three, which would be awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited to see how they use. Since we know Hayden Christensen is coming back as Darth Vader, they've specifically said I'm very interest- interested to see like what that entails. Yeah, I'm super excited for the show. I think the reason why it's not any higher on my list is mostly because I was not super impressed with Book of Boba Fett and um, Mandalorian was good and then kind of dropped off a little bit for me so like I think that's the main reason why because I was like the Star Wars shows have not been as good as I wanted them to be so far and when we get to it being on my list we're going to talk about why I see that and hopefully some reasons to, to think it will be a little better right um, my number four is the Batman, which comes out March fourth, very soon, very soon. Yeah, it's like almost here at this point. Because I didn't ask time. Usually, when there's a big blockbuster, I want to see. I'll ask time off to go see it opening night. If I'm off that day, I'll go see it. But if not, I'll wait. But I, I'm really, really excited. I'm really excited for a chance to look at. Batman is more of the detective because it seems like that's kind of what they're doing 
it's he's a little like obviously there will be the violence. You I'm can't the world's greatest detective. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so I'm very excited to see how they handle that. I love. I know it's been kind of divisive, but you know what? Riddler is my favorite Batman villain. I love what they're doing with him in this. He looks so weird. He's so different. He's almost like a jigsaw kind of character. Like, I think it's awesome what they're doing. And uh, I think Paul Dano plays him. Don't look at me for names. <laughs> I'm excited for the movie, but I was not looking that far into it. Paul Dano. Um, yeah, you're right. Okay. I'm really excited. Zoe Kravitz plays Catwoman. I love Zoe Kravitz. Zoe like, Kravitz is great. She's excellent. And obviously Robert Pattinson, excellent actor, yes. plays Batman. Um, I'm very excited about it. I, I'm i at the point now where I don't want to see any more footage of it. Like, I just want to see it. That you're ready to see I'm it. I'm just yeah. ready to see the movie. I'll be really... If it's bad, I'll be really upset. Like, it's all I'm going to say. is if it's not good, I will be really upset. If it's not good, we'll do an episode where we cry. Where I just cry about complain it. Complain about it in March. Uh, <laughs> okay. Tell me about your number three. My number three is The Owl House. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about putting um, that on. It doesn't specifically have a release date, but as far as we know, the hiatus should end. We're, there, th- rumors are like March. So okay. I'm excited to see the rest of That's season two show. come back. That's a great show. And then season three is much, much shorter. I don't want to talk about it. I know. I'm sad. I'm sad that they're. Um, I mean, it was canceled. And that. that, that Everyone knows this. Yeah. It was canceled, and clearly because it just doesn't align with what Disney wants right now. And you, y'all sucks. can y'all can put the pieces together. Yeah. Um, well, Disney <laughs> keeps doing that because like Gravity Falls also wasn't part of like the main oh, Disney thing. Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls wasn't technically canceled. I think Alex Hirsch said that that's where he wanted it to end. And who I knows? Still, in the am a little suspicious of that. I but... am suspicious as well, <laughs> but. I am very excited to see where the Owl House goes. Yes. I want to see Luz. I want to see more uh, Luz, not Luz. Did I really just say Luz? I hate myself. I thought you said Liz for a second. I was like, who is Liz? Can I say Liz? <laughs> yeah. Liz comes in. No. I'm very excited for more Lumini because <laughs> that is amazing. King is off. I want to see King's story end. I want to see Ida's story continue. Ida. Well, not. I don't want to see King's story end. I, I mean continue. So like I'm I'm excited the, where, where we left off, off is a very interesting for spot. all the characters yeah. isn't it even Hootie, Hootie! <laughs> so it's like I am so excited to see where these stories go and uh, that's why it is number three because I love that show so much. My number three is Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Yay! So again, I'm also so excited for Obi Wan Kenobi. That poster, did you see the poster they dropped? I did. And he's, like, in the distance. He looks so cool. Um, Ewan McGregor is so awesome. He's amazing. And I think that's one of the reasons to be excited, to be a little more excited. Nothing against Tamora Morrison, but he's no Ewan McGregor. And, like, Ewan McGregor brings an element of depth to everything he does, even when it's not well-written. So I think there's that going for it. But additionally, the director of... Obi-Wan, the person who's directing all of the episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi is Deborah Chow, who directed two episodes of Mandalorian. The first one is Chapter 3, The Sin. That's the episode where Mandalorian, he like, he delivers the child to the client. Right. And then he changes his mind and goes back and breaks him out. Love that episode. That's a good one, yeah. And she also did Chapter 7, The Reckoning, which is the episode leading up to the finale 
So it's uh, like he goes back to the town. All the Mandalorians are dead. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think those are two episodes that have a lot of depth to them. And so I am, I, Book of Boba Fett was not the best. Um, but I, it's a completely different team on this one. So I'm a little more optimistic. Right. I don't want to get my hopes too up because, you know, if your hopes are too high, well, it it's just, easy it, to be disappointed. Star Wars is one of those hard ones because, like, everyone's got this idea of what Star Wars is or what it was. And so it's so hard to make a new installment yeah, or to make has something building off of a story that kind of already exists because, yeah, everyone has that different opinion of how it should be portrayed or what should be done. And exactly. so, like, especially with Kenobi, there's a lot riding on yes, this. So. But I'm very, very excited. And I I have a lot of faith in the director. Like, she has a good track record. So we'll see. We'll see. We don't. Have, we really don't have to wait that long. May is not that far away. Yeah, it's pretty close. Um, we're really getting down to the nitty gritty. We're in our top threes. Why don't you tell me about your number two? My number two is Into the Spider Verse two. Excellent. Is that your? Is that on your list? It's on my list. Okay, so it's, it's got to be your number one. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, okay, <laughs> Into the Spider Verse two because I think Into the Spider Verse is the best Spider Man movie. And I say that all the time. I agree. I agree. 100% because like it just does such a great job with all the characters. I think the reason why that movie is so good, and I've thought about this a lot with like the Marvel movies, the best ones are the ones where if you took out everything that made it Marvel but kept the story, it would still be excellent. Right. And that's what that movie is. Like Exactly. Like if you did it with like just everyday superheroes, just like your own original superheroes, it, like, would, it still would still be, be a great movie. And so it, it, they just did a good job with it. The voice acting was excellent. The casting was excellent. I'm excited to see Miles continue his story. And I want to see what other characters pop up in it and what new characters pop up yeah. in it. I'm very excited for Into the Spider-Verse yes. 2. My number two um, is Knives Out 2. I didn't realize that was coming out this year. It comes out this year. So Knives Out 2, it doesn't have a specific date yet because Netflix owns it now. We just know it's coming out this year. They, uh, uh, like a week ago, Netflix dropped a, a little thing being like, the movie's coming out in 2022. And they showed like a shot, one shot from Knives Out 2. So I'm very excited. I love Knives Out. Yeah, Knives Out is that's going to be great. If you're a Ryan Johnson hater, I don't know how you can watch that movie and, and dislike him. Like, you know what I mean? It's, like It's well written. It's yeah. so well written, well directed, like everything about it. I love it. Again, well casted. Yeah, and the cast for the second one is stacked. Like, Catherine Hahn, Janelle Monet, uh, Ethan Hawke, Dave Bautista. There's a bunch of really good people in this. Obviously, uh, um, Daniel Craig is coming back. He's the only returning cast member. But Knives Out 2. Yeah, it's supposed to be just, like, another installment, just like with Sherlock Holmes but and I with see, any other detective well, movie. I, but, that, but what I love about these ones so much is because, like, even the ones – the Benoit ones like murder on the Orient express and death on the Nile. They're based on pre-existing works. This is not based on like knives out was not based on anything. Like that was his idea that he wrote. And that's what the second one is too. Like there's no, this is the source material. So it makes me even more excited. Cause it's an original it's mystery story. Original that's awesome story. I'm very excited. Oh, Jessica Hennick is in it as well. She's great. Do you if think someone ever... gets murdered this time? Or do you think it's about something else? No, I still think it's a murder. Okay. Um, I do, but <laughs> well, that's just like the, the most fun one to do. You know what I mean? Right. 
Murder um, is pretty fun. Yes, Jessica Hennick, if you ever saw Iron Fist, the terrible Netflix show, the one good part, which was Colleen Wing, that actor is going to be in Knives Out 2. I never great. saw Iron Fist, so yeah, it doesn't, doesn't resonate much. with me. Not missing much. <laughs> so after all this time, please tell me your number one. I have to know. The people have to know. One second, one second. My number one has already been mentioned. It was in your honorable mentions. I think I know exactly what it is. Doctor Strange. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. I am super excited for that movie because it's going to be such a pivotal, pivotal, pivotal moment for the MCU. Yeah. And where it's heading because there is so much. That's going to happen in this movie. And it has Scarlet Witch, and she's my favorite MCU character. And it has Doctor Strange, who is my favorite MCU character. I know. I'm just saying. So I'm I'm super excited. Plus, all the rumors and stuff about, like, all these other characters coming in. They're saying, like, some of the X-Men might pop up. I, I, they're saying. And it's just like, I hope. I hope some of these are true. Well, see, and that's the thing. So that's my, like, un- unpopular opinion is I don't mind the fan service. As long as, and and based on Spider-Man No Way Home, which I think did it very well, and if they keep that track record going, then I have nothing to worry about. Right. I get nervous. Boba Fett is a good example of lots of fan service with no story behind it. Too much fan service to the detriment of the story. Because fan service can be a good or a bad thing. I'm hoping that Doctor Strange, they use it wisely. Um, yeah, I'm And excited. I have no reason to believe they won't. I'm just a little... Right. Well, the thing is, a little cautious, No Way Home you know? was still, like, yes, it was a Marvel project, but it was also a Sony project. Yeah. Versus this is actually yeah, no, so MCU. This you is know. literally just me trying to keep my hopes tempered. Hopes like, up, I'm yeah. I'm still certain it's going to be great. I'm still certain I, I'm going to I really it. hope it is. Um, I will be so disappointed if it's not. I The characters are going to be great. Um, I had another point that I forgot. There's a Minotaur character. A green Minotaur character in it. I'm excited to see how everything leading up to this ties in. Yeah. WandaVision. Um, uh, Loki? Loki, yes. But, um, Spider-Man No Way Home? Uh, what if? What if? Oh, yeah. I want to see if that plays a part. We'll see if the confirmation of the Dark Doctor Strange in the trailer is that one. I don't think it I is. I kind of don't think it is either. He, the, the one in What If is a little too, like toned down now he's yeah. not he's not so evil um he, he's kind of like well, and to realized fair, his issue to be fair they don't say that that dr strange is evil either that's so, true like you know there's a lot we don't know um i'm very excited that movie comes out soon too that comes in may yeah like very soon yeah i think it's the first week in may i remember because moon knight ends the the finale of moon knight is the same week as the as dr strange so it's so on Wednesday. Maybe Doctor there's Strange. something I doubt there. It. I find that that usually doesn't make a difference. No, you don't no. think so? I don't think those are going to tie directly together. No, maybe not. I don't know. I kind of don't yeah. want them to tie directly together. So either. that's that's my number one. It it seems very important, um, and I'm just super excited. And yours? My number which one, which I already is know. Spider Man Across the Spider Verse Part One. <laughs> well, like you said. Into the Spider-Verse is excellent. It's, I agree, the best Spider-Man movie. Um, have you seen the trailer for Across the Spider-Verse? I started it, watched part of it, and was like, oh, 
I already know I want to see this. There's no point in watching more. You really should like the Into the Spider Verse was about the multiverse coming to us. Across the Spider Verse Part One, and I assume Part Two is about Miles going into the multiverse, Mm. which I think creates such an exciting like so many exciting possibilities for the story could go. The trailer showed that the different universes, and they kind of hinted at this in the first movie, but the different universes have different animation styles. Um, different, just different, very different vibes. And the plot of that first movie is so good. The characters, everything. I just can't wait. <laughs> this movie comes out, this movie just came out to October. I October know. 7th. And I think they uh, hinted that the, the part two will come out next year though. So we shouldn't have to wait too long. I didn't realize, I forgot that it was a part one and part yeah, two. Part one, part I two. remember seeing it, but I forgot. Yeah, it's Across the Spider-Man oh, part one. Oh my God, this is going to be great. I can't wait. That movie, it's just, it's just so good. Like, it's just so good. And I don't know. I can't, I just can't say any, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. That so was, excited. Yeah. So Wes, why don't you, for the sake of refreshing our memories, just quickly read down from 10 to 1 again uh your list and i'll do the same after you do yours okay so my personal top 10 number 10 super mario bros number nine Lightyear. number eight bob's burgers movie number seven sonic the hedgehog 2 number six moon knight number five thor love and thunder number four obi-wan kenobi Number three, The Owl House. Number two, Into the Spider-Verse 2, Across the Spider-Verse, part one. (laughs) (laughs) And number one, Doctor Strange 2, so Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Ah, Yay, now it's your turn. Hey, my top ten, one more time. Starting at ten, everything, everywhere, all at once. Number nine, The Cuphead Show. Number eight, nope. I love that it's called that. (laughs) Number seven, Moon Knight. Number six, Thor, Love and Thunder. Number five, The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Number four, The Batman. Number three, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Number two, Knives Out 2. And rounding it out at number one, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Part one. Woo! Woo! So overall, I twenty twenty two is looking to be. A it's going to be a big year. Year, which is good after the last two I know. years. We need it. We need it. So while we sit here and wait in anticipation for these movies and TV shows, what are you currently watching yes. to help tide you over? Yeah, I'm so glad that you asked me that. Well, I'm not really currently watching. Well, well, actually, that's not true. What I'm watching right now, and everyone is except for Wes, I'm watching Euphoria week to week, season two. It's Euphoria. I know it's Super Bowl Sunday. It's Euphoria Day. That's like the show I'm watching right now. <laughs> is that is that your recommendation? That is my recommendation. Watch? I would like to um, add some things if you're going to watch that series. Yeah, Euphoria is very adult. It is definitely meant for mature audiences. Um, if you are not above the age of 17 or 18 don't get mad at me for telling you to watch it because i'm telling you it's it's a lot it's it's a very intense show and it deals with a lot of very very heavy and dark themes but it does so in ways that i think are poignant um 
the character directions are very, very interesting. And also the visuals. It's one of the most beautifully shot shows. Like, at the end of the day, even if you don't like the show, it looks gorgeous. Especially the second season. They actually, I found this out, they were able to commission Polaroid to make a camera that it had discontinued so they could film the entire second season on this special type of film. And it looks like normally I'm the kind of person who's like, there's no real difference in terms of how it looks. And I do typically feel that this season is gorgeous. <laughs> it's so beautiful. This season's also been a little bit of a mess too, but I really, really recommend it. We're still in season two. I think tonight is episode six. So we're almost done, but I definitely highly recommend Euphoria on HBO Max. What about you, Wes? What are you watching these days? Um, My current show uh, that I just started and binged all of up to now, like I'm caught up on it now, uh, is on Hulu. It's Abbott Elementary. Ooh. Have you heard of it? I, I've heard of it, but it's, I don't know anything about it's it. It's like The Office, but for elementary school teachers. And it's it's pretty funny. Like it, it's got some really smart humor. Um, and as a teacher myself, like I can really resonate with some of that humor. So it really works for me. Yeah. Um, there are parts of it that I'm like, eh, I don't know how I feel about that specifically. But I think for the most part, it's a pretty entertaining show with some pretty pretty good jokes and pretty like fun characters. Like there's not one character on the show that I'm like, why are they here? I hate them. I mean, there are characters that I hate, but, like, for good reasons. Um, yeah, like, char- characters that you hate, but you're supposed to, versus, like, a character right. that's not well done. Or well right, a character that's just bad. There's you a, know? Trust me, there's a few of those on Euphoria. Oh, well. yeah. <laughs> so, that would be my main recommendation. Another thing that I just started watching again today, because I realized they started making new episodes again, or not making new episodes, but they started releasing them, uh, is This Is Us, also on oh, Hulu. Oh, yeah, my mom i love it every episode makes me cry uh (laughs) it's it's a good show to just like sit down and and watch you know it's it's something that really pulls you in got some serious issues um it's just there's not many shows that you can watch and be like these characters are human yeah you feel like you're actually getting a glimpse of people's lives while some of the situations are definitely out there and unrealistic it's still like this is a glimpse of someone's life. It yes. feels it feels like you know them. Like, I, I will watch this show and still be like, man, I miss that character. Or I wonder what that character's up to. And I'm just like, wait a second. They're not real people. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I Those are my two recommendations right now would be This Is Us, which has... It's on season six, which we believe is its last season mm. because the writer of the show passed away. Oh, I did not know that. Um. And so it's on it's on season six and episode five, I think. And they come out every week, of course. And then Abbott Elementary is season one. And episode seven was the most recent one that I watched. Can I add one more recommendation? Of course you may. To balance out the darkness of Euphoria. So this is a show that I'm not currently watching, but I have watched the entire season. And uh, the reason it came to my mind is because you and I were talking about it earlier today. Um, I very highly recommend um, Only Murders in the Building. It's mm. on Hulu. I think it's a Hulu original. Um, it It's really good. It stars <laughs> it stars Martin Short, Steve Martin, and Selena Gomez. Such an um, interesting They're actually combo. so good together. And basically the show is a murder mystery series. Um, a murder mystery comedy series 
that is playing off of the kind of sudden uh, popularity of the concept of true crime and specifically like true crime podcasts that have been really big, especially in the past couple of years. Um, it's very funny. I definitely take, I think if you have, if you're like me and have a theater background, there's a lot of uh, enjoyment to get from like, they, they utilize a lot of classic comedy styles to tell the story, which I really enjoy. But even if you're not like, Oh, I'm a fan whatever. Like, there's a lot you can pick from. It's so good. Yeah, there's it's still so some good, good stuff here. The whole first season is out. I think it's 10 episodes. And they are working on a second season. They're shooting it right now. Um, yeah, give that one a watch, definitely. Yeah, I'm only on episode three, so... And Only the Murders in the Building is actually... Like, that one's family-friendly. So you can watch that with... Uh, I think they, they might say curse words a lot. They do say curse words. But and there is not, some blood. It's not bloody. Like, it's not super bloody or gory. Um, and there's no like, there's no like other real adult uh, situation. It might be PG 13. Yeah, there's some language, but you could like watch that with, you can watch it with your family. Um, <laughs> sit down with I your watched family. a couple episodes with my mom, with grandma um, and the babies. Maybe not the babies, but <laughs> I would recommend that. But it does look like we are. Out of time. Getting close to out of time. So we might as well just wrap it up. Yeah. We basically said all we have to say. Um, I really hope you enjoyed our lists. 2022, like we said, it's going to be a big year. Um, I would love to hear from the audience if you want, if you have any, any movies you think we missed, any movies you think should be higher or lower. Um, please be respectful, but give us a comment or a DM on our Instagram. Call in now. Call in right now on this not live taping of our podcast. (laughs) Um, I would love to discuss, I love discussing why certain people would put things higher or lower in a respectful manner (laughs) in which we all have different opinions. Um, But I love talking to people about it. Fight with us in the comments below. (laughs) Let's fight. Um, (laughs) Maybe by the flagpole. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to say before we sign off? Nope. It sounds like that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Well, before we go, my name is Jordan. You can find me on Instagram at Jordan W. Zimmerman or on Twitter if you want to see the less refined, more hot mess version of me at Jordan W. Zim (laughs) with two M's. And Wesley... I love how you say that as if this isn't a hot mess sometimes, too. I just want to see what you're... Honestly, at this point, I just want to see what you're going to say. Wes. I am Wes. That is me, Wes. Don't look for Wes on social media. Thank you. Bye. Bye.